All right, friends. This week we're uh, going to talk a little bit about scripture. And as you know, each and every time we go to God and read scripture together, I invite you to an experience of the Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to ask you to do that same thing again, but we're going to spend a little bit more time listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying to us through this scripture. We're reading this evening from 2 Peter chapter 1. Verses 16 through 21. And as we read it together, I invite you to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. What word or phrase sticks in your heart? And then we're going to share that word or phrase together. And if you feel comfortable, share why. And if you're joining us online, I invite you to put that word or phrase in the comment section so you can participate as well. Hear now the word of the Lord. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we had been eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when that voice was conveyed to him by the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, my Beloved. With whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were with him on that holy mountain. So we have the prophetic message more fully confirmed. You will do well to be attentive to this as a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. First of all, you must understand this, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation, because no prophecy ever came by human will. But men and women, moved by the Holy Spirit, spoke from God. My friends, this is the word of God given to us as the children of God, and we all say together, thanks be to God. Will you join me in prayer? God, may we turn our eyes upon Jesus, that holy and magnificent face, so that the things of this world might grow strangely dim and we can focus on what it is that you invite us to, an experience of scripture, an experience of relationship with you. Amen. All right, my friends, so what is it that you heard from the Holy Spirit, that word or phrase that captured your heart? Yes. Glory. Yeah, because of that scripture in Exodus, the glory of God and that cloud. Thank you. Yes, Jean. I heard, the, I heard the phrase, a lamp shining in a dark place. A lamp. Uh, I, think, uh, I always think of that as when we're looking at scriptures, like shining a light on what God might be trying to say to us and how we might use that in our lives. Yes, a lamp shining in a dark place, God's word directing us. What else? 
Don't all jump at once. Be attentive. Mm. Thank you. No prophecy of scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. No prophecy of or scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. Thanks, Keith. Yes, Journey. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Chase. Any others? Right. That could be very humbling. Putting yourself in scripture and imagining what it would be like to be right there. I'll take one more. Isn't it wild? Wild that each of us read the very same scripture. And yet the Holy Spirit ignited something different in each of our hearts. And a question I've always had is why? Why? And it is a question that propelled me into seminary and kept propelling me through seminary, and I still don't have the right answer. I don't think there is a right answer, but tonight we're going to ponder this question together as we take a deeper look at what the writer, uh, the writer of 2 Peter is inviting us into. Now, historians don't exactly know who wrote 2 Peter. For a while, we thought it was indeed Peter, but now there are lots of questions about history and when was this letter penned. But for the sake of our conversation tonight, let's think that this was Peter, the apostle of Jesus, one of the three, beloved. And so when Peter was writing this letter, uh, there was... A lot of disagreement going on in the world about who had the right message. The question was, when is Jesus returning? Everyone thought that when Jesus ascended, Jesus would return immediately. That there would be no time or not a long time in between the wait. And as time went on, people started to question who had it right? Which story is right about Jesus? Is it the one that the apostles are saying? Or is it this other story that got generated saying that what the apostles were saying about Jesus was false? And so you have a group of Christians who are trying to find their way trying to read scripture and discern who it is, discern the right way. What is the, the right Jesus that we are to follow? And so Peter writes to this group of people saying, 
This is the right way. Believe me. This is a question, this question of who has the right story, who is reading scripture the right way, is a question that has followed us through the generations of history. It's why we have different churches and different denominations, because each of us come to scripture and find a different understanding about a multitude of different issues. It's one of the leading problems that our United Methodist Church is struggling with right now. What is it that we believe? How should we be reading scripture? What is God trying to say to us? And we find ourselves in this battle. Who has it right? God, what are you trying to say to me in the midst of scripture? And as we look at 2 Peter, I and I took a better look, I discovered that he gives us a blueprint of what it looks like to approach Scripture, to read Scripture. So this evening, I would love to walk together. He points to two particular tools that we have. The first tool is our experience. In the first two verses, or that first full paragraph of this passage, Peter was writing about his eyewitness experience of Christ, particularly the moment of transfiguration when he, James, and John were with Jesus on the mountain, and all of a sudden, before them, Jesus was standing And Elijah and Moses appeared next to him. And this holy moment of transfiguration and that voice of God spoke down, claiming Jesus as his son. The words are right there. He got to experience it. This is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves experienced this holy moment, Peter says. Peter says, I experienced God. And that is the foundation for his entire message. Believe me, because I have experienced God. Each and every one of us in this room, I venture to say, if you have found yourself in this, in this particular space, have had an experience of God. We may not know exactly what that experience meant, We may not know that that was God, but we have experiences that have led us here that I believe to be experiences of God. We have seen God. And in those experiences, they guide us just as they guided Peter to know the story, the right story. He says, I have experienced God. And so we, verse 19 says, so we have the prophetic message more fully confirmed. The word of God is more fully confirmed for us because I have seen God. We all have experiences of God that we bring to the moment of scripture reading. 
our lives, the people in our lives, the experiences that we are having with those people, the moments that grieve us, that bring us heartache, the places we have been, the things that we have seen, they all come to us. They all come with us to that moment of reading Scripture. They help inform us, and we read Scripture from a particular viewpoint based on everything that we have experienced. So we come with our own experience, experiences of God and experiences of others that help us to know who we are and who God is to us. And we enter into the moment of reading Scripture, but we don't enter into the Scripture alone. The second tool that we are given is the power of the Holy Spirit. We bring our experiences, and those experiences are coupled by the power of the Holy Spirit. First of all, Peter says, you must understand this, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation, because no prophecy ever came by human will. But we are moved by the Holy Spirit, spoke from God. Scriptural interpretation. When we come and we read Scripture, yes, we come with all of ourselves and all of our experiences, but we come to a relationship. And that Scripture must and will be read by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's through that Spirit that we come to know further who God is, that we come to an interpretation of Scripture, holding together everything that we are, all that we are experiencing, and hearing what it is the Spirit is guiding us to hear. Just a few moments ago, each and every one of us attuned to a different part of the Scripture based on who we are, based on our experiences, And the Spirit had something to say to each and every one of us. A piece of the puzzle. A unique moment. Where God speaks to us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And in doing so, we trust that what the Spirit speaks to us is true. Is true for us and the true story because it comes from the Holy Spirit. We never read Scripture alone. We read Scripture with and through the power of the Holy Spirit. You need both tools to read scripture and understand scripture well. You need to know yourself. You need to know your experiences, both of yourself and of God. Who is God to you? Who do you know God to be? And then 
you invite the Holy Spirit into that space with you to read alongside you, to walk alongside you, to discover a new aspect of who God might be, what God might be inviting you to. Together. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.